0: I'm Jen Sui. I'm a health and life coach empowering women to break through their fears, be confident in their authentic self, and create thriving relationships along the way. This is the Find Your Freedom Podcast. Hello friends, welcome back to the Find Your Freedom Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Today we have part two of how to create freedom. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, it was all about being unfuckwithable. So I highly recommend going back, listening to that, taking down some notes, and then coming back to this episode. So today we're going to be talking about the six realms of freedom. So to be completely honest with you guys, this is like not a fully baked idea yet. It was something that I created from the my brain (laughs) my brain was just like holy shit this is awesome it makes so much sense to me so I'm going to take you through what the six realms of freedom are, um, are how it was kind of conceived and kind of the backbone of it as well so in today's episode we're going to be talking about where to start when trying to create freedom for yourself what does that even mean Okay, because all good things start with definitions, right? Like any goal you want to start with defining it, what are the parameters of it? How do you know that you are achieving it or that you are on like the right track? Um, That is what you need to do, right? When you start, you want to define the boundary. So we're going to define those boundaries when it comes to freedom and what that means. So I thought really hard about this as well um, and where like freedom the concept of freedom, like how that is conceived and how can you know like if you are free because I feel like sometimes we just don't feel we're free. Like this weekend, um, we, my partner and I, Sam and I, we went to Yosemite and you know, in a lot of ways we were free, we were free from like our phones, we were like off of social media, we totally unplugged for the weekend, we are free from what it seemed like society because Yosemite has like these gigantic slabs of rock and mountain that makes you feel like you are just in your own world and it just it just doesn't feel real honestly and the the scenery is so beautiful um, but in other ways it's like well you're not free from your mind, right? So if you're stressed about work, then you're still ruminating about work, then you're not actually free from your mind. Thankfully for me, uh, that wasn't the case for most of the time. Now, obviously, I am human. So I had worries and stuff like about Cleo and like if she was doing okay with the person who was watching her, yada, yada, yada. So what is freedom? And... After a lot of thought, I believe that freedom is something that can be achieved or is a goal to be achieved after you've created the opportunity to do so because you gave yourself permission to achieve it. Um, So the permission part, I think, is the biggest part of uh, freedom because I think for a lot of people, I know myself included, I didn't allow myself to feel quote-unquote free and to me that freedom was like okay I want to be like free from stress and anxiety and like these thoughts that were keeping me in loops Um, like when I was depressed and anxious or like was diagnosed with depression and anxiety I was like well I want to be free from this illness. Right? I, wanna, I want to not feel this way anymore. And I think a lot of people have that idea as well, where freedom is the absence of something um, and it's not necessarily like an added thing. Like when in the health, right, in the medical sense of things, health is considered like an absence of illness. But to me, health and like true wellness is not just um, the kind of on the sheet of paper face value like oh you're not sick so that means that you're healthy it's like there's this added layer of well are you well are you thriving are you um, able to enjoy life are you able to take care of yourself in the ways that you want to take care of yourself right Um, this idea of freedom in different domains of your life Um, and encompassing like the whole being, right, that holistic point of view, that is what I look for when I think of health. And when I say health, it's not like cut and dry medical, like your food and your nutrition and, um, you know, your exercise, your sleep, like it's sure that but it's also so much more like your relational health, your occupational health, like do you like your job, your social health? Do you have friends? Do you like your friends? Can you connect? All these different things that is health to me. So, similarly, when it comes to freedom, it's not just like the absence of feeling these things or the absence of these barriers that you create for yourself. Um, it is the addition of like the ability to continue to open up opportunities, the ability to um, have and do, say, be whoever you want to be. Uh, and the reason why I say it's so important for the you to have that permission piece for yourself in order to create the opportunities for you to have freedom and to achieve freedom in those ways is that we set ourselves up for failure so often because of the limiting belief that we have is that we can't do something until whatever, right? Like we can't um, be happy with ourselves until we have a house and have a partner and have the perfect body, whatever it is, right? We can't have the freedom to wear whatever we wanna wear unless we are like a size zero. Like we can't create financial freedom for ourselves because we don't have a job or the education to do so. So it just can't happen. And while so many of these things might even sound like they're circumstantial, like this is just the cars that we were dealt, and that's it, and that's just the fact of things. It's really not. It's our perception of our circumstances, the thoughts that we create from it, that make it so that we don't allow ourselves to create the freedom, right? Because remember, freedom, in order to achieve the freedom, you have to create the opportunity to do it, to have it, to experience it. And you can only do that when you've given yourself permission to do so. And I think freedom throughout the process looks like being able to do, to achieve freedom in the way that you want to do it, in the way that feels most right to you. And that is like how you can experience freedom throughout the process. So for example, for me in my business, how I've created quote unquote freedom from my business even though I am, (laughs) disclaimer, I'm not a millionaire, right? I have not made like six figures in my business just yet. Um, And I can still consider myself free because I've given myself the opportunity to approach my business in a way that feels authentic to me. I mean, first of all, I literally created my business in college and then continued with it full time after college, I didn't even entertain. Um, like, I never even applied for a quote-unquote real job. Like, I didn't try to go into corporate or anything like that. And to me, that felt freeing. And I knew that felt freeing for me because anytime I would go on, like, Indeed or LinkedIn and look at job listings, I felt so constricted. Like, I literally felt immediately that I was put in a box, that I was drowning and suffocating, like, a lock on my throat and my hands, like, tied down. I, I physically felt those sensations. Whenever I even just looked at job offerings. So, for me, that um, freedom, just mentally, that, that like spiritual weight off of me um, to go on and create my own business and to stick with it, to, to know that that feels expansive, like I can have the time freedom. And, you know, I, I don't have a cap to how much I can earn in my lifetime. And, Uh, Again, with like the time cap of of, there is no like deadline that I need to make a certain amount by. There is no deadline by which like I need to have served this many clients or I need to have this many people in order to earn a commission or to be able to um, have any like, I don't know, whatever it is like that all exists in the corporate world. And for me, that is not for me. <laughs> I, I knew that really, really early on in my life. Um, not saying that I knew I once wanted to be an entrepreneur, but you know, I knew that wasn't for me. So naturally, like that creation and like willingness to give myself permission to go full time with my business, despite what anybody else said, despite the fears, despite the stress and like anxiety that I felt at the beginning of it, being like, "Holy shit! What if this doesn't work out?" And even now having to deal with like my thoughts, just all this mind drama that it creates for me to be like, no, maybe you don't want to do this. Maybe you want to be on a safe route. Right. Every now and then those things will come up. But like, it's so easy for me to. Um, Look at them and be like this is literal bullshit and goodbye. I'm done with you And then there's other thoughts that are like no you need to make like six figures right away Otherwise, um, you know, your parents are gonna think you're a failure You're gonna look like a failure like you have friends who are making more than you Um, You know, what are they gonna think and those fears actually still feel like fears and anxieties that are like maybe true but intellectually I know like uh, No, not true so, that brings me on to one point I want to make about financial freedom. And then I promise I'm going to go into the six realms. Um, so, the thing with financial freedom is that it is at the tippy top of the pyramid of freedom, right? And this is not the only way to create financial freedom, all right? It's not like you have to. Like you can only create financial freedom at the end after you've achieved all these other like forms of freedom that I'm gonna go over, but it is the most heart-centered and soul-fulfilling, f- values-aligned, fun, and like grounded way to do so, in my mind, and also um, what I've seen be able to be done by my coach, like my business coach, um, other coaches that are like in my realm Um, And just for people who have their own businesses and like other domains, like it doesn't have to be coaching, it could be, um, you know, a product or it could be like a different service like photography, or it could be literally like whatever, you could make your own resin earrings on TikTok. And like, that's awesome, right? But do you have the audacity and the courage to give yourself permission to even achieve freedom in that way? That is the first piece that you need to work on. That is where you need to start your journey to freedom in order to achieve true freedom. And if you want to achieve financial freedom eventually in your life, right, or as soon as possible in your life, and do it in a way that feels really authentic to you, in a way that makes you feel alive, then the place to start is to give yourself permission to achieve freedom the way that you want to okay now so the six realms of freedom I want you to imagine a pyramid in your head okay this triangle kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs very similar to that there is six tiers to this pyramid and the base of this the foundation that is the bottom of the pyramid that holds everything together is mental and emotional freedom Mental and emotional freedom are technically two different things, right? So your mental health, your emotional health, two different things, but I clump it together to create the foundation because they are so woven together. They go so hand in hand that like, I believe it makes sense for it to just be one thing. So let me define these a little bit for you. Your mental health are going to be really surrounding your thoughts and realizing your own potential, right? Being able to cope with normal stresses of life. So it's really talking about the actual function of your brain. And, you know, this includes like positive sense of self, ability to communicate with your people, um, sense of safety in your mind, uh, being non-critical of yourself, not having that judgment of self, or, you know, being able to manage that being able to be optimistic, all these things. Your emotional health deals with the ability to balance positive and negative feelings. So if you are familiar with the model, if you listen to this podcast, you've probably heard me talk about the model, which is that circumstances trigger thoughts, thoughts create feelings, feelings generate um, or drive our actions and actions generate our results. Okay. So think of mental health, really focusing on that T line of your thoughts. Your emotional health is all about your feelings and um, feeling your feels, you know, so your experience of happiness, life satisfaction, ability to deal with stress kind of goes in both hands, but like feeling it in your body where you can process stress, process shame, stuff like that, knowing your own ability to cope with normal stresses of life um, and the ability to work productiv- uh, productively, <laughs> these all these things all go into mental and emotional health. Great. So moving on to tier two, and, and once I'm done explaining all these different realms, by the way, I'm going to explain further about how you can actually, like what, what needs to happen in order for you to actually achieve them. Like the precursors, just like how we talked about creation and then giving yourself permission. Yeah, we're going to go over that. So don't worry. So foundation is your mental and emotional health. Now, after that is your physical freedom. So that is the tier above the base of the pyramid. Your physical freedom is going to be like your ability to make choices to ensure your health, um, active, like avoidant behaviors to prevent health diseases, conditions, um, and all these things. You, the absence of disease, but then also self-care. So making healthy lifestyle behaviors and choices, um, having quality hygiene and um uh, Sleep patterns, all these things that go into your physical freedom. Now, note with physical freedom, there is a level of ableism in our society as it is that can prevent people from experiencing full physical freedom. For example, if you're in a wheelchair but you live in a community that doesn't have curb cuts, which I don't think exists in the US because I think legally everyone's allowed to, everyone's required to have curb cuts now by the government but if you don't have curb cuts so like that part where um, the sidewalk kind of dips down so that's ground level so that if you're like on crutches or if you're in a wheelchair or you're using a scooter right you can just kind of slide off and you don't go boom, boom and like fall all those things that's what a curb cut is so if you're in a wheelchair and you don't have curb cuts in your area that limits your physical freedom in the external world. Right, But I believe in true physical freedom where it's like really from the inside going outwards. Being able to create systems in place, this is why I love like occupational therapy for example, you can create systems in place where life becomes easier so that you can feel physically free, you can feel independent to the extent that your body allows you to be. So that is the um, non-ableism way to approach the physical freedom aspect of it. Very similar to the mental and emotional freedom. Um, I forgot to mention this there, but if you have like any aspect of neurodiversity, like if you are on the spectrum or if you have ADHD, if you were diagnosed with depression or anxiety or schizophrenia, like anything like that, right? There is a level of societal barriers that, will, that could prevent you or could challenge you create more obstacles for you in order to achieve that full freedom Um, but from again the inside out like you achieving that full freedom is totally possible and using you know the resourcefulness and accepting that part of you and partnering with that part of you that is neurodiverse like that is the beautiful part of freedom is you get to define it for yourself because you have to give yourself permission to be free Okay, so the next level of the pyramid is intellectual freedom. And your intellectual health looks like active participation in scholastic and cultural activities, really being able to participate in like all these things to grow and stimulate your brain to stay curious, the ability to gain and maintain expanded knowledge and skills, the ability to think critically to find ways to be creative, whatever that means for you, right? Like art goes into this, creativity goes into this, your memory skills, ability to hold intellectually stimulating conversations with people, right? And being able to have intellectual humility. These are all things that I define as part of intellectual health. So freedom in that aspect would look like being able to create opportunities for you to stimulate your mind. Whether that is reading books, going to the library and borrowing books, buying books, um, listening to podcasts, finding a coach that can help stimulate your mind if that is like one of the things you're going for, broadening your perspective and all all those things, working on your critical thinking skills, going to college, right, getting higher education, being certified in something that you're passionate about or just learning more about a certain subject. These are all things that I think what freedom encompasses is just that ability to do and to create more or deeper levels of intelligence. Okay, so after intellectual freedom, in a smaller like little pyramid now, the top half of the pyramid, we are reaching spiritual freedom. I think spiritual freedom or like spirituality in general is really overlooked and underhyped or just seen as really Pollyanna, where it's just like, oh, this woo-woo thing. But no, spirituality is encompassing something completely different than I think what lay people think of it as. Or even if you think like faith and you immediately jump to like Christianity or religion, right? Like that is also not like the whole picture of things that's part of it but that's not the whole thing. So spirituality, as I define it, or like, I guess, um, the the spiritual domain as I define it includes sense of purpose, ability to experience and integrate meaning into life, sense of connectedness with yourself, right? Being able to really tune into yourself, listen to what are you saying to yourself, um, feeling fulfilled, feeling connected and having a sense of connectedness to other people, to other creatures, other living beings, to art, to nature, to have a sense of peace with yourself and a sense of groundedness that we all, I feel like especially in in this world, in our lives social media and everything, just that we often escape from, right, is a sense of groundedness and a sense of hope and comfort. This all goes into the spiritual domain. Notice that nothing I said is only found in religion. Nothing I said means that you have to subscribe to a certain belief or that there is one way to experience spirituality. And also notice that none of this indicates that you need to be like super into the woo woo and be using tarot cards and, you know, charging crystals in the, in the full moon. And if that's your thing, awesome, right? I I love like having my crystal. I don't like put all this weight into it, but I I enjoy it and it makes me happy, right? And I have cat tarot cards because I think they're fun and they're cute and they can just give me a different perspective whenever I just like wanna pull one out, right? So I don't take those aspects of spirituality like so um, seriously and so like personally. And if that's your thing, that's so awesome. Like, keep doing that. But for those of you who are pushing away, opening up your spirituality, opening up your perspective to that, just opening yourself up to the thought of like meditation, even like that's like that is a spiritual practice. It is 100%. And if you're blocking yourself off from something like that, or like affirmations or any alternative practices, like notice that you are blocking yourself off from freedom, from an avenue where you could experience freedom. And it's so important to have this sense of curiosity and just openness when you approach your journey to self-discovery, to self-love, to freedom, because you never know where you're going to find it. You never know what's gonna just spark that like aha moment. And so spirituality is one of those things that I think it's so much shit when it doesn't deserve it because it is literally one of the biggest like parts of my life now and like so many others' lives that actually helps people grow and that actually allows you to experience life and and build resilience in life because you can't always logically think yourself out of you know, sadness or stress or grief or, you know, whatever. It's really easy to be a pessimist or a nihilist in our society and the way that, like, people's narratives are, the way that uh, media might portray situations and all these things. And you can just believe in the bad in the world, but being able to have that ability to open yourself up spiritually and even just, like, trusting yourself, something as simple as that, that goes into spirituality. That, I believe, is a crucial Experience that we need as human beings on this earth while we are alive. So spiritual freedom is going to look like believing whatever you want to believe, right? Again, not having to subscribe to any specific religion or belief, but just opening yourself up to all those things that I mentioned that goes into that domain. All right, now my spiritual freedom rant is over. Moving on to the second to last tier on this pyramid. So Tippy top, second to last of the tippy top, is your career and occupational freedom. What this looks like is your ability to achieve work-life balance. Yes, that is part of it. That also can be part of the physical freedom, but I really like to put it here in the occupational freedom. So your ability to achieve work-life balance in a way that feels good to you, that feels harmonious to you. Sense of job and career fulfillment. Are you doing something? Like, do you feel like you are adding purpose and value and all these these great things? Do you feel fulfilled doing what you were doing? Alignment of job and purpose, right? The core values of what you are doing and who you are are parallel and are working in tandem together. Doing work that is motivating and interesting. And the opportunity to grow in your field, in your career, in your occupation, whatever it is, your business even, right? Just being able to be have that flexibility and to be able to get to whatever level it is that you want to experience in life. Now, the last tippy top tier level, the tip of the pyramid is financial freedom. And financial freedom that I like to conceptualize as or like things that go into it is the ability to create and have and spend and use as much money as you would like to as much as you desire to and it's not bad to desire a lot that is totally fine and that's also um, your interpretation okay Um, it also includes financial literacy To make informed financial choices to be able to manage your spending to have payable and manageable debt to have the ability to handle any financial crisis all of these things go into your financial health and the freedom aspect is literally just being able to have that sense of financial freedom right that sense of like you can like anything that comes your way you're good and you can create as much money as you want whenever you want um and spend it on whatever you want so friends you have the whole pyramid in a picture in your mind now yes you have your mental and emotional freedom at the bottom that's the foundation your physical freedom next then spiritual or sorry then your intellectual freedom and then your spiritual freedom although those do kind of go hand in hand and then your career and occupational freedom and at the tippy top you got your financial freedom like i said this isn't the only way to achieve financial freedom if that is like the tippy top but in terms of freedom like i think that is what so many people strive for and is like can be the most difficult to achieve because it feels like it's not necessarily in your control um and there's a lot of mindset work that goes into it yeah I, like for sure but i believe if you can build up your foundation of this pyramid you can start filling it in right? So fill in this pyramid by growing the base, growing a strong foundation in your mental and emotional health, and then working your way up to your financial health and your financial freedom. And then it becomes a really heart centered and like soul fulfilling way to achieve financial freedom, where when you get there, it's not going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know who I am, or like, how am I going to spend this money? Or like, I need more Like the, the scarcity mindset, right? It's really like building that abundance mindset from the beginning, right? That focusing on how is your mindset now? Because um, I don't know if you guys have heard about the idea that money just amplifies who you are, right? Money is just energy. And so the more energy that you have as a being, the more that you as a person and your vibration gets amplified. And when I say vibration, I just mean like your feel and your values and, you know, how you how you spend and experience life and money and all these things. So all of that gets amplified 10 a billion fold when you make more money. So if you are ignoring this work of the mental and emotional freedom, the physical freedom, the spiritual freedom and all these other things like intellectual freedom Then when you get to this top of financial freedom and you experience it, it's not going to feel the way that you thought it would make you feel. Because most people have this idea that like, once you reach this point, once you've made X amount of dollars, once you've had a six figure income, once you make a seven figure income, then you'll be able to be happy, focus on your health, you know, do all these things, you'll have all this time, blah, 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 blah. But it's not true because, and this is said like by the people who have done it, right? what better people to like tell you how it really is than the people who are actually there. And there are so many stories of celebrities, of um, big time entrepreneurs, of like whatever it is, who have made all this money. And I think like, when I think of this, I think of consulting also, because I know so many people from like my college, Um, They became consultants after, and then they quit after a few years because they were so unhappy doing their job, right? And it takes the person to get to that level of financial um, freedom or success, whatever you want to call it, to say, like, this did not make me happy. That makes it true. That makes it like, yeah, that makes sense. But for some reason, people are like, yeah, you can say that because, like, you have all this money. Like, no, it's because they have all this money that they can say that it's not the reason why they are like happy in their lives right or whatever or it's like the reason like like that has nothing to do with their happiness you get me okay so how do you actually build freedom well all those things that i was saying that goes into all those domains you have to build competency in them so the way that i have created this model of freedom and this pyramid of freedom is actually more of an iceberg concept. So you have this, a picture of, a freedom, of, of your pyramid. Now think of that as an iceberg, and you're on a boat, you're in the ocean, and you see this iceberg, and you see the top, this triangle, and this, all the freedom. But under it, there is a giant massive portion of the iceberg, and that giant massive portion of the iceberg is made up of competency and support. Again that the the foundation that is holding up the pyramid of freedom is competency and support so freedom comes from competency and competency comes from understanding so understanding all of these concepts that go within your mental health your free your your emotional health and the freedom that goes with it right your physical um, the intellectual, the spiritual, the career, the financial, all these things, right? Having the competency and the understanding of all of those things, that is what builds freedom. And you can only build a competency when you have a deep understanding. You can only understand the subject when you've done the work. So overall, you can't achieve freedom until you've done the work. And a lot of people just try to skip over They try to just like, you know get to the top of the iceberg but really you are like at the bottom drowning and you're just like I want to reach the top well okay you got to like get to the bottom of the iceberg first and then like claw your way up to the top and then breathe like above water right then you can be like oh my gosh I'm breathing and and now I want freedom right it's like that so let's say that you're starting with the um, mental and emotional freedom aspect of it competency in those areas is really starting with yourself understanding who are you what are who what are your core values right what does your life look like and i have this thing that i teach to all of my clients in my six month to freedom program called the life audit which is kind of how i've created this pyramid where i have life split into these six different domains physical mental and emotional spiritual relational occupational and financial and intellectual it's a little bit different from the pyramid but I have people do an audit for themselves where they ask themselves questions about each domain, about what they're doing like, for this domain, like, what is that, like how does it feel to them? Um, what, are they, what have they done for the past, in, in their past for this domain? What is the state of the union almost of like your life? This is what the life audit is. And through that, you can see kind of where the holes are that you need to start filling. And that is how you build understanding and then competency. So for example, with the mental and emotional health, right, one of the aspects of this is being able to cope with normal stresses of life. If you feel like you're so overwhelmed, and it takes you out of the day, like you feel like, you know, for the entire day, you're shot, like you can't work anymore, because something just popped up. And like, you feel so thrown off by everything. Or you are really self critical about yourself and your body. And Um, You know, just the simple act of eating is super stressful because you're thinking about the calories and the fat and like, is this gonna make me gain weight? And like, how much exercise am I gonna have to do after this, right? I lived like that for years and it sucked. And I definitely did not have physical freedom or mental and emotional freedom because of that. So when you're able to create awareness around those pieces that you need guidance or support on, or that you just need to focus on to create better results for, that is when you can create the competency piece. So you've done the work, you've understood it, right? You understand like what is going on. Um, you've probably gotten help, which is again, that support piece that is really important because that bottom of the iceberg, competency and support. Don't be on an ego trip and believe that you can do everything on your own because if you really could, you would have already done it by now. You need support. and. Honestly, it's like the ability to recognize that you need support. It is such a turning point and like pivotal change when you approach your mental and emotional health when you realize or physical health or any other level is that when you can recognize and have the humility that you need to have more support in your life, that you can access more and make the process easier for yourself if you have support, that changes the whole game. Like it makes, it makes growing a lot smoother um, and a lot more enjoyable and it keeps things in perspective. So when you build this competency because you've gained the awareness around your thoughts, around your feelings, around differentiating between what is a true circumstance in your life and then you know what is just a thought about your life. When you're able to master these skills, then you build a level of competency that allows you to create freedom in the way that you want to experience freedom. Because again, freedom is not just like this one thing. It's quite an abstract concept that you get to define for yourself. So you get to set the rules for that once you have mastered a level of understanding within yourself and who you are, and then all these other aspects about the intellectual wellness and the spiritual wellness and your career and occupational wellness and creating a overall layer of understanding about you your story, what you want to achieve, how you understand um, like occupational freedom, for example, what that means to you. Gaining competency in it, which is like doing it, right? Quitting your job, starting your own business or like working your job while also part-time starting your business or working in a different job or looking at other jobs that might fulfill you more, right? That is where you can gain the competency. And once you've done that enough, you gain the confidence and like trusting yourself and you've done that work, then you can achieve this level of freedom. When you are controlled by emotions, by money or by other people, and by what they say, what they do, whatever it is, you cannot be truly free. And this includes your own emotions and like processes and stories that you're telling yourself, right? When you cannot process and have the freedom of mind and speech, You can't truly experience freedom. So the practice is really the commitment to ourselves that elevates us through our growth, right? Through this iceberg and helps us grow and ascend to the top. So the last thing I want to touch upon in your six realms, the last thing I want to touch upon about the six realms of freedom and where to start, how you can achieve and all these things, right? All these good things I want you to really integrate into your mind is that perfection is not the goal. And I think this is really important to note because you can easily get overwhelmed thinking about all those different aspects of each domain and each level of freedom um, and get caught up in every single one and be like, well, I can't, I obviously can't experience uh, physical freedom until I like have mastered emotional freedom, which means I'm never gonna be able to get to financial freedom, but that's not how it works. Okay. Cause competency, remember it builds on competency and understanding. So you can have competency in all of the areas, right? You could have a level of understanding in all of the areas and it just like takes that one little thing to kind of take over so that now you feel like you've reached this level of competency that allows you to create freedom. Because that freedom, that level of freedom, one more time, I'm going to say it again, you create it for yourself. Right, freedom is something to be achieved after you've created the opportunity to do so because you gave yourself permission to achieve it. So you gave yourself just the permission to feel like that level of competency is enough and create more opportunities for yourself. And the more opportunities you create for yourself to um, do a certain thing, to be a certain way, to have a certain thing, and once you achieve that, the more you're gonna feel like you are free because you have mastered that feeling. And because it is so subjective, perfection is not the goal here, right? There is no right way to do it. There isn't a level of mastery or a benchmark someone else is setting for yourself. And that like, once you get to this imaginary benchmark, then you get an award. Right? And then you never go back to feeling the way you did before. You never feel like, you know, stress, or you never feel like spiritually disconnected, or you never feel like, oh my gosh, like, is this the job for me, right? It's not like you, like that, that just doesn't happen. Okay, because perfection is not freedom. In fact, it is actually a cage. <laughs> perfection is the thing that keeps us boxed in. Because perfectionism is like this point that we've created for ourselves. And if we're not there, then like, we're always trying to get there. And that's not freedom. In fact, it is the allowance, the tolerance, and the acceptance of imperfection, of all of our flaws and all of our mistakes, and the journey that allows us to be free. So think of it like a sapling versus a tree. I don't know if any of you guys have heard this before, but I heard it when I was younger and it really stuck with me, where you have to be flexible and if uh, think of like a sapling, which is like a baby tree in a river, and then think of a grown up, like adult tree, if you will, that is like set in its ways in a river. When this river becomes like bigger, stronger, and there's a storm, and the waves are crashing, and wind is roaring, and it's just freaking chaos. What do you think is gonna happen? Well, what's going to happen is that that tree is going to get broken down. Branches are going to fall. It might break off into like the river and go fall off a waterfall, right? The tree is in a lot of danger because it is so set in its ways. It's almost like in like it's almost like so perfect that it's so easily to be broken down. Versus the sapling allows for flexibility, right? It still bends and flows, so it can flow with the river. And it can, you know, sway in the wind and it doesn't get broken down. So at the end of the storm, the sapling is fine. It's still there, still alive, right? But the tree is broken down and cannot be repaired. So in the same vein, remember that on your journey to create freedom for yourself, to allow for imperfection, to allow for flaws, to allow for those mistakes to grow and learn as you go, And be able to tolerate those things, be able to tolerate yourself and all the different desires, all the different thoughts that feel like a paradox that feels like you shouldn't have, right? Just tolerate those and accept all of them as well, right? Remember that acceptance doesn't mean like you have to like it either. Acceptance just means that you have to, it's there, right? And you know that it's there and you acknowledge it. Well, friends, that is everything for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And this two part series really helps you create some agency into your life to create freedom and to, to start making changes in your life to just take that first step. Because remember, it's not about like how fast you go in the journey. It's just about like keep putting one foot in front of the other. And like, even if you put one foot back, that's okay and you're gonna eventually put one foot forward again. So just keep going in your journey. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please reach out to me on Instagram at Gentsway Health. I'd love to talk to you and work with you one-on-one if that is your goal. I have spaces open right now for my six months to freedom one-on-one coaching program, where we are going to touch upon all of these things, help you create that understanding and competency and freedom for yourself, define all of them and what they mean, so that you can really live a soul-filled life, so that you can have the confidence that you want to have, and do all these things to create the financial freedom to create the spiritual freedom to have the job and the relationships that you love so much and you want so much it all starts with you and you doing the work so don't skip over that. if you want to learn more about that go to my site slash work-with-me or you can just go to the site jenzui.com click on the work with me tab and all the information is going to be right there you can book your consultation as well when you're ready to do so and friends with that, I will leave you and see you for our next episode, which is going to be a meditation. So hell yeah, subscribe, click the notified button, do all the things. I love you all very much and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Till next time, stay well.